<laughs> this is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. My name is Tree Song and... Uh, my name is Ord Energy Mon, and we have a special guest. I'm, I'm not special enough. <laughs> yes. Kathy Renfro from the Carbondale Park District. Thanks for having me on this morning. I guess I need to know why you're on, um, besides this simple fact that you need to save something. Well, first I need to say thank you for everybody that participated in uh, the raffle that we had um, for the Splash Park this week. We have uh, had the pleasure this morning of getting out, giving out a lot of great prizes. I made about $6,000, so that was big. But I'm here today really to uh, ask for the community to uh, help us save the Splash Park. Um, Governor Rauner uh, suspended the funding for all the park grants last week. Um, we're about 75 days from completion, and um, you can help us out um, by using that democratic process and going to savesplashpark.com, and you can write all of your legislators and the governor um, from that website. We really need to flood them. Um, they're going to review these. Uh, <laughs> just flood them. Because they're going to review these, uh, these grants next week, and uh, we're just asking you to. To uh, help us um, honor our commitments that we've made to the community and to the generous donors in the region, and uh, you know we're ready to go swimming. In, in case somebody doesn't know what you're talking about, what is the Splash Park? I know it's part of our community, and we've been talking for ten years, but. What is it? Um, the Carbondale Park District got a grant um, a couple of years ago uh, for the specific purpose of building an outdoor aquatic center. Um, the Carbondale Park District um, became the change agent at the request of the city of Carbondale. About 10 years ago, this idea came out of the study circles. Uh, the city um, interviewed a lot of people. They worked uh, hard. And the common um, project that came out of those study circles was a new pool. Um, people act differently around water, and um, that we really think that um, this pool could help the build our foundation um, to give people a chance to relax and get to know each other in a kind of a non-competitive uh, setting. And interestingly enough, um, on April 8th, a gentleman by the name of Wallace Nichols will be at the Lazar Law School Auditorium to explain to us why that's true. He's a neuroscientist, and you're going to be able to understand what your brain looks like when you're on water, whether it's at the, the Super Splash Park or at Grassy Lake or um, out there at Crab Orchard. Um, so join us and get your blue mind on and help us get this pool open for this summer season. Yeah, sounds good. And so can you tell us once again where people can go to to find more information about that? Savesplashpark.com. Or give me a call at 529-4147. Yeah, thank you. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Good day. Yes. Right now, we are participating in the 11 Days of Compassion, and we will talk a lot more about that. But if you pick up any of our local newspaper, either the Nightlife or the Carbondale Times, there is a full-page schedule of events, or you can just go to nonviolentcarbondale.org. Yep. Let's talk about water. Yeah, let's talk about water. I <laughs> got a good start today with water. 
And uh, we can talk about this water issue, too. Second giant blob of Antarctic ice is getting ready to drown us. That's a scientific term, blob? Yeah, blob. I think it's, yeah, there's 1.3 blobs worth of <laughs> ice. Yeah. Actually, not that funny of a story, but it's a funny headline. <laughs> so remember when we found out last year that the West Antarctic ice sheet had started to collapse? No. What happened? Yeah, well... That, I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Memory. Why is this an issue? Yeah, why is this an issue? Well, I heard that if the ice that's on land melts, it raises the sea levels. Yeah, because people make the analogy of a, a glass full of ice. If the ice that's on the water melts, it doesn't really change right. the water if it's level. floating there, it's already displaced the water. Yeah, but if ice that is on land falls into the ocean and melts, you know, that's a big deal. Because it displaces the ocean water. So this giant blob is a big deal? Yeah. So, yes, this blob, first, you know, the West Antarctic ice sheets, it started to collapse. They believe it's inevitable now. And uh, this one, yeah, so this one, now we have some more bad news of that caliber. An enormous glacier, one on the other side of the continent from the ailing ice sheet, is doing pretty much the same thing. Researchers have discovered... Findings about East Antarctica emerged from a new paper just out in Nature Geoscience by an international team of scientists representing the United States, Britain, France, and Australia. That is international. Yeah, it's very international. So it's let's see, three continents there at least. Uh, so <clears throat> they threw a number. They flew a number of researcher flights over Totten Glacier of East Antarctica, the fastest thinning sector of the world's largest ice sheet, and took a variety of measurements. So basically, I mean, this is an ice. This is a glacier that covers an area of 90 miles by 22 miles. So imagine an entire, like, an entire state of the United States that's made of ice and is falling into the ocean. And, I mean, this is also alarming because this particular glacier holds back a much more vast catchment of ice. Yeah. That were, the, you know, its vulnerable points to flow into the ocean would actually produce a sea level rise of more than 11 feet. Yeah. Which is comparable to the impact from a loss of the West Antarctic ice sheet. Yeah. And that's a kind of a conservative lower limit. So if you haven't done the math, this means that we could see well upwards of a 20 feet of sea level rise over the next few centuries. Double the rise expected from the West Antarctic ice sheet alone. Yeah. And these are conservative estimates. Yeah, these are their, like... We're, we're sure this much is going to happen if this continues. They, it might be more than that, but this is the, sort of the baseline. And, I mean, the big deal is in North America, we like water. Yeah. Therefore, we live close to water. Yeah. I mean, New York City is essentially in the water. <laughs> yeah, it's right on the edge there. They're, that's why they're working on building storm walls in New York City. But that's not going to help with places like Miami. <laughs> I mean, 20 feet of water in Miami... I'm sure people in Miami can visualize that, and I can visualize it because I've looked at the maps. So we can, like, try to pollute less, or we can just cross our fingers and hope, you know, our great-grandchildren are born with gills. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. If there's enough pollutants, maybe they will be born with gills. <laughs> just, like, and live for a couple months. Yeah. So. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on more reports on that uh, glacier in the East Antarctic. March Sadness, the Tournament of Cute Animals Threatened by Climate Change. <laughs> Do I have to read this? <laughs> well, it's sort of, it's better when you read the, it on the, the site because you get to look at the cute pictures of animals. Why is that better? <laughs> well, they're cute and cuddly and we might be able to do something to save them. 
if enough people read the articles and listen to the show. If you go to the Climate Progress blog, for the next two weeks, animals will battle head-to-head in the ultimate competition of cuteness. <laughs> Their readers will decide which animal should clinch the championship title. Now, here's the catch. Each of the animals on this bracket is seriously threatened by climate change and environmental degradation. So for whichever animal wins, Climate Project will devote resources for a deep-dive feature article exploring the story behind the environmental threats to your chosen cutie critter. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout the series, they'll pit panda against pangolian. What's a pangolian? Pangolin. Oh, those are... I remember what those look like. They're hard to describe. I'm going to have to look it up. I, yeah. Like, I want... I'm they look very interesting. Today. Sea lion against seahorse. I wonder which one will win on that one. <laughs> Just like, and goat against reindeer. Hmm. Your votes will determine the winner of each one-on-one matchup. At the same time, they'll also tell you what we know about how drought, sea level rise, pollution, and rising temperatures are impacting your favorite cutie critters. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. That sounds like fun. You get to see all these pictures of cute critters, learn about them, and also learn about how climate change and environmental impacts are affecting them. Yeah, I mean, so, but the, you know, the basis of how you vote is really up to you. You can choose the animal that you think is the cutest, the one you like the most, the one you're worried about most getting affected. Yeah. Um, and it's not like in Pokemon where they're actually going to battle each other. <laughs> We're not going to make the poor pandas in the. But it, it's you know people saying which one they're most interested in hearing about, uh, learning more about that animal, learning about the effects on it. You can also vote on Twitter using the hashtag CP March Sadness. Yeah. So. And it's it's sort of based on March Madness, like the sports thing, March Madness. Oh, really? We're not a sports show, so we, we won't get into what March oh, Madness thing is. You explained to me that because I was like, why are they talking? Yeah. So. Yeah. So well, we've got we've got one local news story about WDBX that we should get to uh, while we're still going on it. Oh yeah, this the the level of rise in here. Yeah, the rising membership levels. Oh, I thought you were talking. I was talking about the BS. I was. Oh, yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. But. Um, let's step back from the BS of the world and talk about local. Yes, go local. We are one of only 30, I think it's still 30 community radio stations in the nation. Yeah. And only two in the state of Illinois. How did we manage to get that in this little town? Oh, we're a pretty lucky town. Yeah. But how do we keep it going? Well, we keep it going through your support. Become a member of WDBX today. The number to call is 618-457-3691. By pledging to be a member and, you know, making a monthly payment, you help keep the station on the air. I love sustaining members. Yeah. That's like keep this station sustainable. Keep our community radio station. Yeah. We talk about sustainability a lot on this show, and a lot of it is ecological sustainability, like not using resources without, uh, uh, you know, using them to the point of depleting them. But it's similar with economics, too. If we just listen to the radio and nobody becomes a member, then the station gets depleted. (laughs) So we need people to become members, and uh, that's what's going to keep us on the air. And whether it's our show or all the other shows, we're all a team here. So give us a call, 618-457-3691, and become a member today. And if you're already a member, please up your membership or just become even more importantly, become a sustaining member 
where we know that there will be steady money coming in. Yeah. I know as a businessman, um, you know, I install solar, so I'll sell a solar system, and then winter happens. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Right now it's like the end of winter, and so it's like basically I tried to budget enough to make it through winter, but it's hard. Yeah. But when you have steady income, like a sustaining member, it sustains you and you can keep paying the bills. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so what other news do we have? Here's, here's one I'm really excited to see. It's the movie Climate Science Deniers Don't Want You to See. You're excited about something people don't want you to see? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forbidden films. Uh, the now classic book, Merchants of Doubt, How a Handful of Scientists Obscured the Truth on Issues from Tobacco Smoke to Global Warming, has been made into a must-see documentary. Okay, that sounds really boring. <laughs> like that really long title. yeah. I mean, I could see how, you know, it sounds, it sounds abstract, but it really deals with a lot of the details of the story of these people who are merchants of doubt. So I haven't seen it yet, so I, we're reading a review here from someone who has. So I, but from what they say, it's got impeccable storytelling, clever visuals, and existentially important theme. So, yeah, it sounds like an instant classic. Well, it says... The most jaded climate hawk will be both shocked and entertained by this film. So that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like... Yeah. I mean, I've been trained by Al Gore to do the Inconvenient Truth presentation, what, eight years ago? Yeah. And I've done presentations all over, and yeah, so I'm going to be shocked and entertained. Yeah, if they can shock and entertain us, then that'll be a good sign. And it said, it said as said by someone who's seen way too many climate documentaries. So. Yeah, I've seen a few. So, And this is, predictably, the, the climate science deniers featured in the movie have been looking to file a lawsuit against those exposing their actions. It's like, so it's, got, it's gone meta. You know, the film is about these climate science deniers who take all of these actions to squash the science. And then a film comes out about it and they squash the film. It's just like... Um, Art imitates life. <laughs> if you would like to receive the link to the movie trailer, send us an email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org, yeah. and let us know if you would l like to receive our weekly newsletter, too. Yeah. Or bi-weekly when I forget <laughs> to send it, which is pretty common. Yeah. Um, now, so the film is called Merchants of Doubt. Merchants of Doubt. That's a lot shorter title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Merchants of Doubt, and it's not... It's not currently scheduled a show here in Carbondale. Um, there's going to be a showing in St. Louis in April. It's also going to be available on Hulu, if you remember. Uh, so it, it is possible for people in Carbondale to see it. I, I personally don't have a Hulu uh, subscription, so maybe I, I'll find a friend who does. I thought this sentence is interesting. If you didn't know that the tobacco industry saw firefighters as a potential threat, and develop strategies to neutralize them, then this is a movie you'd need to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, they're already shocking and making us laugh. So, you know, just with one info tidbit from the movie. Well, I mean, have you ever seen the ads that said, you know, nine out of ten doctors recommend this cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just just like, can you imagine any doctor doing a commercial like that now? Yeah, not quite. You know, but back so, in the day. You know, so in 10 years from now, it'll be the same thing about climate change. Yeah. So. And that's one of the tricky ways they get around the science is they don't talk about the science. They're like, well, we found nine doctors who smoke, so <laughs> therefore it must be healthy. No, it doesn't quite follow. S solar power plane lands in Myanmar on the latest leg of a global flight to promote clean energy. 
Have you been following this? This is literally a 100% solar-powered plane that's flying around the world. Yeah. And it does fly at night. It has batteries that they charge up. Um, basically, there are 12 scheduled stopovers where they stop and, you know, the, the, huh. the pilot, you know, gets out and takes a walk. <laughs> Goes to the bathroom. I mean, yeah. if you've ever looked at it, it's very small. Yeah. But if you ever looked at a fighter jet, they're even smaller. I yeah. mean, like the cockpits. Like, so. Yeah. I wonder. I know they've got a, a pilot, you know, professional pilots there. I wonder if it's like a former fighter jet pilot and they stretch out their arms like, ah, luxurious. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I got six feet here. And I mean, they do have two pilots that are taking turns, but I don't think they can swap in the plane. Yeah. I think, you know, it flies one leg and then the the pilot swap and then it flies another leg yeah that's what it sounds like because they've got a support crew that's also traveling the world with them so so, so w- w- when it touched down in um man delay in Myanmar's second largest c- city a band of hundreds of students played music and dancers performed a regional dance wearing elephant costumes decorated with gold and glass gems mm-hmm. so um, the flight has attracted attention from people who recognize solar power as a clean source of renewable energy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the solar impulse is scheduled to continue onward to China on Sunday, and then it heads over the Pacific. I always want to say specific. <laughs> specific. <laughs> the specific Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Landing in um, Hawaii and the U.S. mainland. So it will be hopscotching across I think it's supposed to land in Chicago, like close by. But um, look on the internet for Solar Impulse, and um, it's it's amazing. I mean, we are living the future, right? Yeah, we're <laughs> Just, living in the future. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, this individual aircraft isn't going to like you know, transport large numbers of people, but it's preparing for new ways of using energy. Like, if this does this well, it demonstrates you can fly around the world in a solar airplane. Well, s- some of the stretches, you know, they flew across the Atlantic already. Yeah. Now they're going to fly across the Pacific. Yeah. And it's like five days and five nights yeah. that they're in there. And so, um, imagine being stuck in a plane. <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's hard enough to be stuck in a plane for like eight hours Yeah. with, you know... I wonder but, if there's an in-flight movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, so the pilots have prepared for the exhaustive long stretches. One of them has been practicing yoga, and the other one uses self-hypnosis to calm himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, he hypnotizes himself and says, you know, I'm on a beach relaxing. <laughs> I can stretch my arms whenever I want. It says today is International Earth Day. <clears throat> I have never heard of International Earth Day. Yeah, I never have either. I thought Earth Day was International Earth Day. <laughs> Just like, Maybe they're starting a new one. It's also Extraterrestrial Abductions Day. Ooh. Maybe that's why it's international. <laughs> yes. Also coming up, we have National Quilting Day on Saturday and National Goof-Off Day on Sunday. Uh, sometimes on Friday, we celebrate <laughs> Goof-Off Day. So Monday is National Chip and Dip Day and Near Miss Day. Yeah. Isn't that the day when the meteor had a near miss of the Earth? Like it was a giant meteor that could have killed us all, but it missed us by a wide margin, so we were fine. I think that's what near miss day is. That would, hopefully, we're celebrating <laughs> yeah. that in some Celebrate way. Celebrate that. We're alive. <laughs> no meteors destroyed us. I think that was about the same time when they came out with the movies like Armageddon and the movies where the asteroid's going to destroy the Earth. 
Yeah, that totally calms the population. <laughs> yeah. <Just> like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I should look up the dates on that to see if they did those movies before or after. <laughs> and Tuesday is National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day. Yeah. And Wednesday is Pecan Day and Waffle Day. Oh. So blend them all together and you could have a waffle with pecan and chocolate covered raisins. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. It's like... And Thursday, now I sometimes speculate that the website we get this from may celebrate this holiday often. <laughs> it's Make Up Your Own Holiday Day. It's like <laughs> on Thursday. It's also National Spinach Day, and uh, Hug Your Favorite Nerd Day. <laughs> That's what I made up just to see. Oh, I was just like, it's not on mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's... I'm celebrating Make Up Your Own Holiday Day early. So that's on Thursday. Make up your own holiday day. Yeah. So, so whatever about your life that you, you want to celebrate, celebrate it on Thursday and make up a holiday for it. Now, we did mention at the beginning of the show a happening that is a very big happening. It's like a meta happening. It's many <laughs> happenings. It's the 11 Days for Compassion. Starts, um, well, it starts tomorrow. But you can start thinking about it today. Yeah. Nonviolentcarbondale.org. On March 21st to the 31st, multiple community events and exhibits in Carbondale will explore the theme of compassion. Action, highlight compassionate incentives in our community and work toward becoming a compassionate city. Since 2011, Nonviolent Carbondale has fostered community-driven explorations of peace, compassion, and social justice. 11 Days of Peace have been amazing. Yeah. Um, for the full schedule events, go to nonviolentcarbondale.org or pick up the Carbondale Times or the Nightlife. Do you have any of these you want to highlight? Yeah, we've got some of them mentioned here in the, the happenings. There's so many we could, we could take the whole half hour and not get to them all. Uh, first, I want to do one more reminder about the WDBX Spring Membership Drive. It's your membership that keeps us on the air. Give us a call at 618-457-3691 and become a member today. Well, not just your membership, your money. Yeah, your money. You know. I mean, you could be a me- become a member for like a couple dollars. Yeah. And that would keep us on the air for a little bit. Yeah. But if you become a sustaining member. If you become a sustaining member. That mo- means you give you know, like 50 cents a day. Yeah. A dollar a day. Wait, are we worth a dollar a day? I think we're worth a dollar a day. Man, I think I'm worth like a hundred bucks a day. Yes. <laughs> so. So we'll see. We'll see. See if, if someone agrees with me. Yeah. If you <laughs> agree, like... give us a call. 618-457-3691. And thank you for supporting Community Radio. Operators are standing by. So, yeah. Some of these happenings. We've got the uh, Buckminster Fuller, the Sacred Geometry of Nature. That's uh, already started. They're over at the Student Center. They had the opening, and they're going to do... Uh, more at the Civic Center on the March 27th and Morris Library on April 24th. And tonight we've got the Cousin Andy's Coffee House coming up. At, uh, Cousin Andy's presents Andrew Calhoun tonight at 8 p.m. at Yellow Moon Cafe. So it's Cousin Andy's. It's a great music series they've got going on there. He, he's a veteran performer over there, and he's back for more. On Saturday, every Saturday, the Carbondale Community Farmer's Market. Now, we did receive in our um, info at yourcommunityspirit.org email what the theme is. They're starting to do these themes. Oh, and themes, the theme yeah. tomorrow is CSA Fair. Oh, yeah, CSA Fair. 
CSA is Community Supported Agriculture. That's where the farmers themselves sign you up to receive a delivery of veggies every week for how many weeks you want to sign up for. Yeah. Um, so go there and meet the farmers and talk with them and figure out. I mean, for example, you could sign up for mushrooms. Mm-hmm. There's a farmer who just grows mushrooms. And you can receive fresh mushrooms every week for how many weeks you want. Yeah. And the farmer likes it because they, again, just like basically have a sustaining customer. Yeah. Right? They have somebody that they know that they will provide for for so many weeks. Yeah. And they get it at the start of the season, so it lets them start their season off with that funding to do what they need to do. Right. To and, buy what supplies they need to get started. Right? Yeah. And you as the person buying the membership in the CSA, you get the value of all these, you know, produce, mushrooms, whichever. And you get a discount. Yeah. You get I a mean, discount too. It's if you went and bought all that stuff at the farmer's market, it costs a lot more. But right. if you get it as a CSA share, you know, bonus. Yeah. If you bought it anywhere, it would cost more. So you, usually it's seems to me about half price. Yeah. And then, you know, if you go on vacation or something, they can delay a week or two weeks and then tack that on the end. Yeah. Because I've done that before with the CSA. Good deal. So we've also got coming up the candidate forums. I went to one of those. uh, There's several different types of candidate forums because we're having a lot of them this time. Yeah. Usually it's just about one or two, but now there's several. So uh, there's one coming up for the mayoral candidates on next Wednesday, March 25th at the Carbondale Civic Center at uh, 7 p.m. Part of the 11 Days for Compassion is the Southern Illinois AIDS Walk, Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. at the Newman Catholic Student Center. The Southern Illinois AIDS Walk will be held on Saturday, March 21st. Proceeds from the event will be donated toward the purchase of grocery store gift cards for 150 low-income households impacted by HIV AIDS in the 19 southernmost counties of Illinois. Again, that's the Newman Catholic Center at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, and this is, I'm actually walking in it this year. This is my first year participating, so uh, hopefully we'll see you there. Also coming up, Saturday is such a big day. I think it must be the start of spring. You know, today is, it is. (laughs) Today is the official start of spring. So, uh, they, everyone decided the next Spring day to action. show a lot of compassion. So, Reconciliation Through Truth-Telling is coming up on Saturday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Newman Catholic Student Center. You're invited to a community conversation with Father Didasi Kamana, a Rwandan genocide survivor and leader in restorative justice. So that's coming up at the Newman Center on Saturday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Also on Saturday, Feed the Hungry Trivia Night. Saturday, March 21st at 6.30 p.m. at the Murfreesboro Elks Club. Feed the Hungry Trivia Night, hosted by Zai Nu Gamma, a local chapter of Beta Sigma Phi. This is a benefit for the Good Samaritan House Food Pantry and the Murfreesboro Food Pantry. Yeah, That's this Saturday. This Saturday, yeah. So. 6.30. It's good to see them working together on a benefit for both the food pantries. There. And before, well, let's try to do this in order here. Yeah. I wanted to mention this 11 Days of Compassion because 8.30 to 10 a.m. on Sunday, community radio as a public space promoting compassion. There you go. Dave Armstrong, 
the station manager of WDBX, will facilitate discussion on public radio as a public space which allows for dissemination and exchange of ideas that promote understanding. It's at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, again, Sunday, 8.30 to 10 a.m., yeah, and I commend Dave for getting up so early on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, he's not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, so, so if you see, I have a lot of compassion, compassion for him. <laughs> yeah, doing that. Yeah, so. but I like the idea of that talk too because I was thinking about that as we talk about the membership drive. You know, it's WDBX is a space for compassion because people's voices get to get heard, and there's a lot of discussion of issues requiring compassion. Yeah, there's or shows action. I don't like. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's 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 a cross section of the community. Yeah. Everybody gets a voice here. So, And speaking of everybody getting a voice, uh, another one coming up is the Ralph Anderson Interfaith Dialogue. They're talking about the Parliament of the World's Religions. This talk is coming up on Monday, March 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at St. Francis Xavier Church. Now they're going, the Parliament for World Religions meets a different place once every few years, and this time it's in the U.S. So a bunch of people from Carbondale are going, and uh, they're going to talk about what that's all about. People of different religions getting along. The 2015 Margie Parker Teach-In for Peace featuring Nobel Peace Prize nominee John Deere. Wait a Nobel Peace Prize? In <laughs> yeah. Carbondale? Yep, he's, he was a nominee several times, actually. <laughs> John Deere has worked as executive director of the Fellowship of Reconciliation. In homeless shelters as a Red Cross chaplain after 9-11 traveled in war zones across the world, lived in El Salvador, Guatemala, and Northern Ireland, been arrested over 75 times in acts of di- civil disobedience against war. <laughs> this 11 Days for Compassion event is sponsored by, well, everybody in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like it. Yeah. So basically, he's a superhero who goes around helping people. <laughs> Do you think you, you can get him to come on the air here? Well, we could find out. He's only in town for a very limited time, well, I know. We have phones. Yeah, we got phones, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do a phone interview. I, I very rarely want to do interviews. Yeah, but a guy like this with those experiences, you know. But in the meantime, we know he's going to be there on Tuesday, 7 p.m., Student Health Center. So that's your chance to hear some of his stories. Again, Tuesday, 7 p.m. at the SIU Student Health Center. If you would like to receive our weekly newsletter... Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Most of the happenings we mentioned today are at nonviolentcarbondale.org, the 11 Days of Compassion. Yes. Hopefully, hey, do you think people will want to call us now that we're done talking? Yeah, you'll get to talk to us if you call us now. (laughs) Please give us a call, 618-457-3691, and pledge to be a sustaining member and keep us going. I've been doing this show since 99. Hmm. I like doing it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Give us us a call. 618-457-3691. And just pledge a couple dollars. Pledge to be a sustaining member. We actually had a couple people walk in and pledge while we were on the air. So, well, good deal. So you could be the next one. 618-457-3691. And we will see you next week. On the radio. Stay energized.